The Extra Mile Podcast. Welcome to the Extra Mile Podcast. In this podcast, we follow the progress of fellow runners across the globe as they train for 5Ks, 10Ks, half or full marathons. Visit our website at www.theextramilepodcast.com and send us your email or audio files at theextramilepodcast at gmail.com. episode 204 of the Extra Mile Podcast. How's everyone? This is Kevin, your host, and I'm out on an early morning coffee walk, and this is exactly what a 11-degree temperature coffee walk sounds like for me. Actually, I could move over just a foot or two, and you can tell that we're still not out of the snow and ice weather just yet, although in just a few short days, today's Monday by the way, on Wednesday I think it's supposed to hit in the low 60s, something like that. So we're going to hit some 60s and some high 40s and 50s this week, so that ice will no doubt be gone. And things, generally speaking, are looking up. But don't take just my word for it. Just listen to today's episode. There are so many training updates. There are so many in-person races and even some vacations that you're going to hear from some of our lovables. Those are the ones for some reason as I'm walking in 11 degree weather. The whole vacation submissions are the ones that I get the most jealous of. Yeah, Trisha, you heard me. And on top of it, I'm pretty certain that things are only going to get better from here, especially as winter comes to an end in just 34 days. You know, that's not here, but I can see it from where I'm I'm at this morning. Good morning. I'm I'm not the only crazy person out walking in this weather. Actually, he's got his dog. I see a lot of dog walkers. Good on them. So my training. Um, Still nothing. Just trying to um, get my body going during the winter. Trying to get some miles in. Whether it's my coffee walks or my runs. And um, My runs have been a lot slower than normal. And um, I think that's, I don't know, that, well, I know it's on purpose. I was going to say, I think it's to be expected. I don't know why I was going to say that. It's not necessarily expected just because it's cold that I'd be running slower. But um, 
it is by design just because I have nothing to train for and I'm just trying to to get moving get some miles in and I don't really care what the pace is I've um, for the past month I'm sure done a lot more uh, a lot longer walk intervals than run intervals typically my go-to right now has been a um, 30 second run and a 40 second walk so that gets me through I've been doing a lot more on the treadmill too as the temperatures drop and on the days where I'm trying to lift I've done pretty good with lifting since the uh, oh beginning of December I have lifted oh anywhere from three to four days a week and I'm I'm hitting that pretty good um, so on those days where I know I'm going to be lifting, especially if it's cold out, I'll, I'll shorten my, my run to like a three mile. And many times I'll just do that on the treadmill because my weights are right there in that same room. So I'll just get on the treadmill for a three mile run or, or walk and then just lift. That gets me my oh, 60 to 75 minute workout. But I find myself in search of a goal, you know? Um, I have I have no idea what that goal will be, but I'm pretty certain I'm gonna to try to come up with something to shoot for. Nothing in the BHAG arena, just something to, to add some purpose as winter gives up its ghost relatively soon. Um, so I wanna pitch the Extra Mile Podcast, Jeff Galloway Edition, Episode 9.1. Have you checked it out yet? Have you had a chance to listen to that? Uh, I only said because I had a really, really good chat with ultra marathon man, Dean Carnassus. What a great guy. And we spoke a decent amount with Dean, Chris, and Jeff all about the fun of the Fidipides Challenge that a lot of you I know are already a part of and thanks for joining us by the way and there's still time to join that it actually goes I think it goes all year to be honest with you I should know that but I'm already uh, more than halfway done so I'm not all that interested on when it ends I'm just having a good time going along for the ride if you're interested it's I think it's 50 bucks not a big deal. There's a lot of good swag. And I'll put some information in the show notes where you can get further details of what's going on. So in this episode, as I said, things are getting back to normal. Finally, lots of um, race and training updates, even some vacation updates, like I said before. And even an early sales pitch for a very large, lovable extra mile meetup in September that you should start thinking about right now. So let's get off to the good stuff and we'll chat for a little bit at the end of the show, huh? You'll enjoy your extra mile. Hey Kevin and all you extra milers, it's Nate from Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. Sending in a race report for the Haunted House Half Marathon that happened the Saturday after Thanksgiving. 
You might be wondering, why would I run a haunted house half the day after Black Friday? Well, funny story is that it, we had a bunch of rain that week and the lower path of the race was flooded. So the race, race director wisely postponed it four weeks, which pushed it four weeks closer to the Jeff Galloway half marathon. And I'm actually recording this the day before the JG 13.1. I wanted to give this race report. It's a little late. Sorry, sorry, Kevin, but here it is. I crushed it. It was so much fun. I've been training with Chris Twigs for the last year and a half, two years, and he has helped me get through some mental barriers and some physical barriers. It was a windy day, it was a cold day, it was in the 30s, and there were part of the race was probably about 10 or 15 miles per hour wind. So you, it sounds like not a great day for a PR, but not for me. This time I was able to, my previous PR was about 2.14 or 15. I don't know the exact amount. Um, and then my actual result for the haunted house half was 2.03.54, something like that. Uh, but it was just such a great race. Everything came together. I used 90-30 because I wanted to be a conservative pace because of the wind. I wanted to make sure that I finished strong. Back it up a, a week, I went on a run with one of my speedy running friends and I was able to do five miles with him without walk breaks, and that really gave me the confidence that I was able to have a meaningful conversation with him. We talked about parenting, we talked about um, just his life and catch, caught up. It was the first time we'd run since the pandemic, and it was a really meaningful conversation, and we still were able to run fast for me during that whole time. And it was just such a great thing because that gave me the confidence that when I was running the haunted house half, I thought to myself, you know what? I've recently run 17 miles. I had done that two weeks prior. I also knew that I'd run five miles at a fast for me pace. And everything just came together that day. One of my favorite stories is that we were running down actually right by where it was flooded just four weeks earlier. And a lady asked me what my, my goal was. And I said, well, between two hours and 2.10 because I wasn't actually going for sub two hours. I because of the wind, I just wasn't gonna, gonna go there. So what, so she said, actually that's my goal too, so I'll keep you in mind, keep you in sight. 
Well, anyway, she was ahead of me uh, all but the last little bit of the race. So while we were running into the wind, I switched up my ratios to 45-30. So I just ran super fast during those 45 seconds and then recovered. I lost a little bit of pace during those couple miles, um, but it was definitely the way to go. It was a lot of fun to, I was wearing shorts and a long sleeve shirt, even though it was windy and in the 30s. I did not overheat and I did not freeze, so that worked out really well for me. So fast forward to we were at about mile 10 and we were doing the turnaround and we're up on the top part of the path and I commented to a guy, only a 5K left. I always keep it in mind, you know, the 10, 10 miles and a 5K race. Kind of how I think about it, especially when I think about bird in hand. And so he's like, yeah, you're right. And then, so I, at that point, I had been running the 45-30 for a couple miles and I switched it back to the 90-30. And I ran the 11th mile at 90-30. And I thought to myself, you know what? I feel really good. I'm gonna just remove my walk brakes and just progressively get faster in the last two miles. Reminder that I had run 17 miles two weeks prior. And so I knew I had the endurance. And that's what's awesome about this customized training and how being committed to it and doing what Coach Chris says really, really makes a difference. So I was able to, to uh, remove the walk brakes. And lo and behold... I caught up with the lady that was trying to get somewhere between two and 210. But what happened was she was slowing down and I sped up. I was able to finish ridiculously strong and it was just such a great experience. I put my arms up at the end and I was just so excited. My new PR is 203.50 something. I should know the exact amount, but it doesn't really particularly matter. I just know that I pushed myself and I really ran a well-executed race. That was my goal and I could not have been happier. Tomorrow, I am going to be running the JG 13.1. I am going to line up with the two-hour pace group and even though this race is absolutely hilly and is going to push me, I am going to go for it. I don't know what I'm capable of, and I'm going to find out tomorrow. I could give excuses on why that's not going to happen, but I am going to still do the best I can and have a well-executed race, stick with the pacers, trust my coach, and give it all I have.
I appreciate each of you. Thank you for sending in your race reports and your training updates. I can't wait to meet all of you in person. I'm so excited to have dinner with some of you even tonight. Um, And I just appreciate each of you and hope you guys have a great day. If I can do it, you can do it. Have a great day. Nate from Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. Greetings, Kevin and fellow Extra Mile podcast listeners. Old Jim from South Accounts of Bus. Check it in with what will obviously be the last run of the year. Today is Friday, December 31st, New Year's Eve. And uh, took advantage of the weather because it's going to change big time. 29 degrees, a little mist in the air, uh, foggier and all get out. So I uh, drove down here to where I run the hill route and did uh, a nine miler, kind of slow pedestrian type because I stopped to take a few pictures along the way with the fog is kind of neat. Share those on the Strava site, but uh, yeah, end of the year, and uh, thought I would take the opportunity to to go ahead and do a submission because uh, next run will be Sunday or Monday, whenever I do run next, and it will be on the treadmill because things are changing. Uh, this afternoon, the temperatures are going to plummet, and. Uh, Tomorrow morning it'll be 12 degrees, and uh, starting tomorrow up to maybe 8 inches of snow is the forecast. Sunday morning the low of minus 12 and a high of 8, and then all week is single digits uh, for the lows and barely double digits for the highs. So I'll be on the treadmill, no doubt about that. And that's fine. Uh, I got to the end of the year outside. And uh, got to be pleased with that. So, <clears throat> finished up uh, the run, as I said. Walking back to the car. And uh, I did a little uh, looking at the running log this morning before I left the house. And it looks like I finished the year with 1,671 miles running. Last year was 1,600 even. The year before that was 1,600 even. I guess I attribute the extra 71 miles this year to the uh, many long runs that I put in. A lot of uh, 12s, a lot of 13.1s, half a dozen 15s, and, and even an 18. So that accounts for the extra miles, I'm sure. On the bike, I did 3,919 miles for a total of 5,590 miles. 5,590 damn miles in 2021. That ain't bad for a 70-year-old, I don't think. The average pace on the running miles was uh, 901. And I got to be pleased with that because the last few years, it seems like I've been losing about 10 seconds. Uh a year on my average pace. And looking back at uh, 2020, 
the 1600 miles that I did was an average of 902. So this year, uh, being uh, 901, I definitely have to be pleased. And total miles in 2020 was 5286, and this year, what I said, uh, 5590. So more miles, same pace basically on the running miles, which is good. You know, when I started this experiment back when I was like 24 years old, my goal was to uh, to hit the decades, 30, 40, 50, 60, 70, and so on, uh, and try to be in as best shape as I possibly could be in. And I think I've accomplished that. I really have. I really feel like I've done a good job at that. So here I am at 70, and my next milestone is 80. And I'm sure everybody knows that a lot can happen to an individual between the years of uh, the age of 70 and, and the age of 80. So, you know, that this next decade will, will be a bit of a challenge. But, uh, you know, and I'm sure there'll be a point in time where moderation is going to have to come into play. And that's okay. That's fine. By God, here's an old guy walking. Just as I get close to, to the car, here comes a guy walking up the trail. Good for him. And uh, a little bit, uh, a little bit ago, right when I stopped, there was a lady came running by. She had a vest on full of bottles. I said, "How far is she doing a 15 miler today?" So uh, I said, "Good for you. You know, more power to her." Morning. Good morning. It's gonna change tomorrow. Don't slip on that. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, <clears throat> I digress as I had to talk with the old guy walking. <clears throat> not 100% sure what he said. <laughs> he just mumbled something. But anyway, uh, yeah, so that's my year of review. Uh, looking forward to 2022. Uh, got through 2021 with no injuries, running-related injuries at all. Uh, just just got to be totally pleased with the way things turned out, you know, exercise fitness-wise. So I'll be on the treadmill from here on out till spring. And uh, so the submissions will be, probably be far or few between for me because I'm just not going not gonna to do a submission after a treadmill run sitting in the basement talking to myself. So from uh, south of Council Bluffs, I guess that's it, Kevin. We got the uh, Rose Bowl, the Granddaddy of Mall coming up. And I don't know. There's so much going on in college football with with players opting out, deciding, hey, I don't want to play in the bowl game. What, what's that all about? You know, those are selfish individuals in my mind. You know, what a teammate. Oh, I don't, I'm not going to play. Uh, I'm going to get ready for the draft. Well, screw you. Uh, so I don't know. I'm not 100% sure where the mindset of your Buckeyes are. Something tells me that Utah is going to be fired up. I think their minds will be in the game. So this could be a tougher game than uh, the experts think. I, I don't know. Uh, I don't know if you've been able to reclaim your house yet or if you're still in the homeless shelter from losing everything on that damn Michigan game. But, uh, you know, if, you, if you're back in your house, don't, don't bet anything. Uh, just drink beer, eat peanuts and popcorn, and watch the game, Kevin. That's my that's my advice for the Rose Bowl. So as I get really close to the car, 
I will say goodbye to all from uh, south of Council Bluffs. Everybody have a great, safe 2022. And as old Steve Runner used to say, run long and taper. See y'all. Talk to you later. Bye. Hey, Kevin and all my Extra Mile friends. This is Tim from Signal Mountain with a race update. I think the last time I submitted was just before uh, I ran the Lookout Mountain 18-miler. That was a week before Christmas. Uh, Weather turned out, it was pretty good. Best weather we've had, it was in the 50s. A little wet, a little foggy, but overall, uh, it's the best weather we've had, warmest in years. I uh, had a good race. Um, you know, trail was in good shape, and we had a pretty good crowd out there. And I used it as a training run for my Disney marathon. Um, and it, the race went well finished where I wanted to and uh, felt good the whole way so I thought my training was good so that led to a couple weeks of taper and then on to the Walt Disney Marathon on the 9th and ran that with my daughter and daughter-in-law it's my daughter-in-law's first full uh, my daughter's fourth and they took their families down there so had the grandsons, we went to the parks, did all the fun stuff at Disney, and the weather was just gorgeous. It was in the, uh, on race day, it was 62 at the start. Did get up to about 72 by the time we finished, but it was uh, really good to run in it. You know, you start off the Disney races so early. I mean, it's five o'clock start, so it is dark, so you're not, uh, getting roasted by the sun. Um, I had 11,000 runners in the race. I was a little bit more than I expected. A lot of people doing the goofy and the dopey. Um, but we had a really good run. Uh, last time I ran it was in 2015, and the course, uh, the race route is much different than it was in. Didn't spend much time at all in Hollywood Studios less time in Animal Planet. The Disney uh, Magic Kingdom course route through there was the same as it's been every time I've run it. And it's always neat to run down Main Street, go through Tomorrowland, come through the castle, go out through Frontierland. Uh, Good race. Uh, One of the changes due to COVID was you, they had the characters out for pictures uh, along the course, but you couldn't get next to the characters. You could only get within about three or four feet. They had them kind of not roped off, but they would have a series of plants in front of them, and you could stand at the edge of the plants. And the picture, you, you know, you'd be in the picture with them, but you weren't like in the past where you were hugging them and all that. So that that was a, a change um, due to COVID, but not much else. Uh, change from a COVID standpoint down there. Uh, Again, the Disney runs are always fun. It's always neat to be in the parks. Um, But uh, those 5 o'clock start times, that's tough. 
uh, I feel for the, the folks doing the goofy and the dopey. I've done them before, and, you know, two days or four days of getting up at two in the morning makes uh, for, you know, fun runs, but long, long days if you want to even try to go to the parks afterward. So, um, right now, don't quite know what's... Uh, Foles I'm going to be doing next, looking at maybe doing Little Rock in the Wilmington, Delaware uh, full in April, but not quite sure. We'll lay it out. I am uh, on the uh, list to do or in the New York Marathon in November, so I've got to figure out what I'm going to do between now and then. Uh, that is all I got for a race update today. Um, as I do more, uh, I will let you know. Everyone have a great run. Talk to you later. Bye. Hey, Kevin and all you extra milers. This is Coach Chris Twiggs. And I just wanted to take a second to thank all of the extra milers who came by to see Jeff Galloway and to say hi to me at the Disney Expo a couple of weekends ago. This was an amazing opportunity for us to get together in person. It's exciting that we have more of those in the future. Looking forward to the Donna coming up. Disney weekend was amazing. I didn't run exactly as fast as I wanted to, but I had a lot of fun with it. And I really had a great deal of fun hanging out with Jeff and Barb in the expo booth. Got to give away a bunch of those net gaiters that our buddy John from Squoosh Bands gave me to hand out. I will have a few more of those at the Donna Expo, but more importantly, John himself is going to have a booth there at the Expo, so go by and say hi to John if you're going to be at the Donna. Just really excited to be back doing more races. I've got the Donna coming up, which I'm going to be running. Hopefully, I can stay with my wife for that one. I'll be uh, up all night the night before helping out with 110 mile folks. And then I've got some shorter stuff coming up after that. So hope everybody is doing well, getting out there and enjoying your runs and uh, enjoying your extra mile. Oh, hello, extra milers. This is Sandy. I'm in the Pacific Northwest. And I'm just out on a training run. Gary and I joined a training group to have a little in-person mar or half marathon training um, for a local race. And so today's our run day. And it's kind of fun because, you know, runners are fun. And so being out here with other runners, that's, you know, that's super encouraging. But for me, it's mostly encouraging at the beginning of the run. Because at the beginning of the run, um, we're all together. And we're running. And then, now today I got stuck. Because we were running a little downhill at the start. And we started over a narrow bridge. Narrow as far as the sidewalk part and so I was forced to run when I'm instead of starting intervals right away. So my first mile went out a little bit fast. Um 
And so for my first mile, I was at least in the same running group as the rest of the group. But by mile two, I'm about two and a half miles in. I don't see anyone. Now, I, you know, thankfully, I'm not at 16-minute miles, which if I was doing my marathon training, I definitely would have been. For, but for this one, I want to be more 15, 15 and a half. Um, so I'm so far back that, oh, I was going to say thankfully, I'm still ahead of the balloon ladies. But I'm so far back that I don't even think I'm the butt of the group. Um, and so as I was running along, I felt really good about that. It's like, hey, I'm the tail. Now, my daughter has two shih tzus. One is a fully grown male, and the other is a baby. And our daughter will all often say, Mika has tail envy because Buddy can wave his tail like a fancy feathery fan. And hers is just a little pokey bit of fuzz still. And so I was thinking, hey, I'm not the butt. I'm more the fan tail. So here I am, last person in the training group, bringing up the rear with a lot of fanfare. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Okay, that's that. Anyway, so I haven't ever really reported on our time at the JG weekend, but that was such a special time for us. We had a great time just meeting and connecting with people, people that cheer us on on Facebook, and we do the same. People we feel we know from our infrequent Zooms. Um, okay. I'm a bit lost. I wonder where I'm supposed to go now. I know I'm eventually supposed to go toward the east, but I don't recognize the road name. So that's fun, right? I'll just keep working my way. I can see any other option. Last week, it was fun, and I was able to run on Galloway Street. So I really did my best run walking on that street. All right, huh. You're liable to... Okay, they said there was a good hill. I see a good hill ahead. I don't see anyone on it. Last week I introduced one of my fellow runners to Galloway, but she hasn't seen to be here. We were running similar pace the last few miles. So, when she was stopping, oh no, dead end. I don't think I'm supposed to go that way. Okay, we'll work our way 
your <laughs> Anyway, so I was able to introduce her. I guess I could pull my map up on my phone. The thing about this is, you know, at least I'm not in anything timed. So if I cut off here or there, it won't really matter. And last week I realized, okay, so we were supposed to turn right onto Bonniewood, which is where I connected with you. And then soon I turned left onto Tumwater, but that's what I never found. So we'll run this way, which is to the left. Anyway, last week, the big, I guess, realization was that I could be last at something and it's okay. I was last. I didn't die. And I, I don't know, maybe gave other people the hope that when they're elderly like me, they can still run. Yeah. This isn't looking too promising. Isn't that great? The worst thing that could happen now, I might have to call Gary about a little over an hour into the run and tell him I'm lost, show up with Starbucks. So honestly, is that the worst? No. So keep running. Run on Jim Bob says go. Okay. I certainly digress. Um, the JG. Yes, it was lots of fun. We had lots of fun. Okay, I'm I'm figuring it out now. You know what? I think I went right where I was supposed to go left. Uh, I mean, left where I was supposed to go right. It was like the other right, you know? And Gary's always been telling me that. Do you mean right? Well, I think I mean right. And the weird thing was, on the map, it was the legend part of the map. And so this part got cut off on the printed map. So I'm going by written instructions. Okay, so I told him it's gonna jog after about a block. And I think I jogged the wrong way. People, I'd love to tell you about JG. I should tell you about JG, but I'm wasting much too much of your precious run time in my lostness. So go out, put in an extra mile. You don't have to do it for me today because I think honestly, I'm doing it for myself. So have a great run. I hope to hear from, you know, catch up with many of you soon. Make it a good day. Bye-bye. Good morning, extra milers. And it's Jane. And I'm in a new location. No, I'm still in South Wales, but um, I've moved house. In November, I moved only about two and a half miles up, but I'm more um, up in the valleys now than uh, what I was. And I live in a place called Gilvach Vargoid. Um, and it's okay. Um, we bought this house in, in July, so it took a bit of time um to sort out um 
moving was was tough. Um, me and Alan had been in um, our previous house for over 21 years. Um, but it was time to move, and my daughter asked me to move in with her, so I did. Um, and obviously the three dogs are with us, and um, they love it because it's um, one big room instead of two little ones. Um, and my granddaughter likes it as well. Um, so it's all good. So still from South Wales, but from a slightly valier location in Wales. Anyway... What have I got to say? At last, I can actually give some updates. It's been so long, actually too long, since I give my last submission. I mean, I can't even remember myself. But anyway, um, I sort of lost my running mojo again. Um, my legs went and it was like, oh, start from scratch again. Um, but, yep, I did. And... I decided to sign up for Jeff's um, new challenge that he did um, and it has been absolutely like a breath of fresh air. Um, I think it's the Philippides challenge. Um, a lot of us extra milers are doing it, um, Kevin's doing it, um, Chris is doing it, obviously Jeff is there. Um, so a lot of um, my extra mile, extra mile friends are doing it. Um, Trisha's doing it um, who else? Sherry's doing it um, forgive me if I haven't mentioned you because I know a lot of us are doing it anyway I signed up and Kevin has just released um, the Galloway edition of the Extra Mile and I mean what Jeff said in that was really true that people are just inspiring other people to have a go and I've started to do my magic mile. In fact, I just done my second magic mile today. Um, it was 50 seconds longer than the last one, but I changed the route and the route is more hillier. Um, so I was really pleased with that. But I just think this challenge is absolutely brilliant because um, every time you log your mile, um, you sort of go um, follow where the marathoners, the original marathoners run and you can see that on the map and it's really good um, I've really found that this has helped my mojo anyway, you know um, so what am I aiming for? Yay, at last, my goodness I can't remember um, the last time I done a run. Um, I think it was the 45 miler when my legs were actually cooperating back in the summer. Anyway, um, I'm going to do um, the Cardiff half marathon and that's in, I think it's March the 27th. Um, I haven't done this for oh my goodness about three years because um prior to us going into covid i wasn't well so i missed that one um so this is quite a big thing for me it's quite an emotional thing for me as well because um 
you know, it, it's the first one I'm going to sort of do without having come in to tell Alan how I've done. So there's there's a lot of emotion in it, but I'm so excited. Um, it's going to be fantastic. Um, we run around Cardiff. It's quite iconic because we pass Cardiff Castle and we go along the, the barrage in Cardiff Bay. Um, we go past the old Norwegian church and it's a beautiful route, beautiful route. Um, and it, it is one of my favourites. In fact, it was um, the first half marathon that I ever did Um and I thought I was crazy when I finished. I thought, oh, my goodness, I'm never going to do that again. Um, so I'm, I am looking forward to it. In fact, I'm quite excited. So um, I've done two training runs for it, and I've gone up to 14 miles. Um, and that's gone really well. I've, I think it's gone really well. So that's my race update, my training race update. I mean, I haven't done it yet, but... It's my training race update. And aren't everybody doing well? Do you know what? It's, we are only now sort of opening up in Wales. And to see all your races is just so inspiring. Um, every one of you inspire me. I mean, you know, I mean, I love my Extra Mile family. And I cannot thank you enough for posting pictures and, and all the different things that you do. All the all the support that I get as well has been fantastic. Well, I think I'd better leave it there. I think I've talked long enough. So this is Jane. And I'm signing off. Cutches to every one of you. And I hope you enjoy your extra mile. Bye. So good morning Kevin, good morning to our extended extra mile family. This is Carlos the running jackal taking a hike so to speak. I'm on the Mount Douglas crossroad connector which links my neighbourhood with the Lockside Trail. It's about a five-mile hike that I'm doing today. It's something that I quite often run, but yesterday I had a long... Hang on. Ten minutes, one second. That's pretty fast. That's good. So eight kilometers would be about 80 minutes of fast walking. Nothing technical today, just a cycle path, rail trail kind of stuff. A little bit of undulation. I used to do my hill repeats on the little ramp at the end of this stretch. Not Kevin's ramp, that's somewhere else. But uh, because I train by time and not distance, and by effort, by heart rate monitor effort, I find that uh, I'm alternating between a long, hard walk of approximately approximately an hour and a half, and uh, runs of about one hour that I kind of 
tend to do with Norma at the weekend. So today, being Thursday, is a day for me to do a long, hard walk. 10 minute kilometers. That would mean, well, I'm not very good at calculating, but you should be able to figure that one out in miles. Walk, walking pace is quite uh, reflective of uh, effort, almost more so than running, because interval running, you have to factor in the times when you're recovering and doing your slower walk. So I've sped up by one second in the last three minutes. So basically, I think I've probably yapped for long enough, but I highly recommend, if you're not that keen on racing and competing, to start logging your minutes and hours of effort. This you can work on each week and either increase or settle to a certain level. And as long as you have more than one discipline, for me I have three or four different activities that I do over the course of a week. So basically you have a week's worth of effort logged by time and not distance and the effort you are checking with your heart rate. That's enough from me, more than usual. But there you go, this is the running jackal hiking his way home after about, so far, five um, five miles, no, five kilometers, that's right. After five kilometers of... Distance 5.09 kilometers. Workout average pace 10 minutes per kilometer. I don't need to say any more other than bye-bye. there Kevin and all you extra milers this is JD and this is a training and life update so I've definitely been keeping myself out of trouble since we last spoke I am currently training for the Myrtle Beach Marathon which is actually a month from the day I'm recording this so it's on uh, March the 5th so do the math. Today is uh, February the 5th when I'm recording this. So just one month from today, I will be in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina, hopefully <laughs> finishing my South Carolina marathon, um, which will be attempt number four at South Carolina. Uh, just wasn't having any luck uh, getting to Greenville, and so I decided to go to the other side of the state. Uh, and so we'll see how uh, things work at the beach. Maybe I'm just more of a beach person. And yes, I know. I am more of a beach person. That I don't even need to ask about. I already know that answer. 
I've been using a, uh, a training plan known as the Hansen's training plan uh, in order to get ready for this race. And so I have my longest training run uh, of the entire session tomorrow, which is a 16-miler. Hansen's is a unique training plan that they don't have you do the customary 20-miler or more for a marathon. You actually do a lot of different types of running um, in the training plan. So uh, it's a, it's an interesting thing. I, I feel much stronger. I feel super, super quick. Um, honestly, some of my results are, are just slightly downright frightening. Uh, if it wasn't me doing them um, and I wasn't so excited about all this, it would be downright frightening. Uh, it, it's amazing how much, how much better I am right now. So, uh, really, really enjoying this, but, um, more on Hanson's later. So one of the other things I also have been doing, and I'm terrible at doing this, uh, and I just decided, you know what, new year, new resolution, not normally one of those folks don't keep my resolutions when I make them. So I normally don't make them. Uh, but uh, decided, nope, we're going to again recommit again to doing some core uh, work. So uh, I started off uh, super easy uh, at the beginning of the year with just uh, every day doing 10 push-ups and a 30-second plank, something that I knew I could easily do both of. And then what I've been doing every single week is I'm adding 10 more push-ups, excuse me, um, two more push-ups and 10 seconds of planks. So I'm currently up, just finished it this morning. Uh, so now I'm up to 18 push-ups and a minute and 10 seconds worth of planking. And again, that's starting from 10 push-ups and 30 seconds. So we're going to keep doing this uh, as long as we can go. Uh, the goal right now is to either get to being able to do 50 push-ups or a five-minute plank, whichever one comes first. I haven't done the math to see which one's going to show up first or if they'll show up together at the same time. But whatever one comes first, that's where we're going to, that's where we're going to plateau out at 50, 50 pushups, uh, or a five minute plank. Definitely have been noticing that my core is a lot more sturdy, which means it's taking some load off my back, which means my back doesn't hurt so much. So that's always a good thing. In addition to all of this running stuff, I've also been doing some non running stuff which is I actually got my amateur radio license. So I have joined the ranks of uh, Steve Hailstone, and I am now an amateur radio licensee from the FCC. So uh, I'm actually going to be taking my next exam. There's three levels, if you don't know anything about it, amateur radio. There's technician, general, and extra. Uh, Steve Hailstone, by the way, is an extra. And he's extra cool, so I guess that makes sense, right? Um, but uh, I got through the technician level, and actually next weekend, uh, from when I'm recording this, uh, I'm planning on taking my, my general exam. So general is where a lot of people stop. Um, don't need to go on to extra. Extra just gives you some extra benefits, I suppose, hence the name. Um, but um, yeah, after that, I'm planning on learning Morse code, so... Um, in uh, Amateur Radio Speak CW. So uh, that's the next thing on my list. But uh, there's that. So that's also been keeping me occupied. And then, of course, if that wasn't enough, as Kevin mentioned in the last episode of The Extra Mile, 
Um, I have started a brand new podcast, and I really have started a brand new podcast. So it's called JD's Big Fat Running Journey. We have two episodes out, we meaning me. <laughs> There's no one else in this thing except me. It's just me, um, probably why my name's at the beginning of it. But uh, yeah, there's uh, there's two uh, two episodes out. Although actually, I should say we because it really is a we podcast more than just a me podcast. And you'll have to go and listen to the podcast to find out what that means. But when you listen, all right, you will be treated to extremely, extremely famous and lovable extra miler who actually starts every single show for me. Or should I really say for us? Because again, if it's more than just me, it's not a me. It's a we, isn't it? So there you go. That's all I have. Hopefully your training is going well. Hopefully you're surviving through uh, winter. Um, really, particularly cold winter here in January. But hopefully things are going to moderate here in February and even more so in March. So, you know, all the best to all of you. This is JD. Or, as I should say now, Kilo Charlie 3, Tango Golf November, saying 7-3. And be sure to enjoy your extra mile. follow-up post on my uh, Disney race recap. I did uh, go to the expo and uh, was able to talk to Chris Twiggs. Uh, Jeff was out uh, uh, at a meeting, is what they said, and I didn't get to see him, but talked to Chris. Uh, it was good to talk to Chris and the folks there at the Galloway booth. And then before the race on Sunday, the full. They played a clip of um, an interview they did with Jeff as he finished the half, and it was he looked really good and was really excited to report that he had finished the half. So forgot to mention that. It's always good to see um, Galloway team, and then there were lots and lots of Galloway runners. Um, doing the marathon saw them i could hear the gym bosses going on and off but uh thought i just wanted to report on that talk to you later bye all right so hello kevin and all you extra milers i uh this is chris so carlos told me i should send you a message about all my my doings here it is what is it it is february 3rd maybe thursday and I had a meeting in Dallas uh, yesterday on the 2nd. And then this big ice storm moved in and has been camped out over Dallas. They got like an inch of ice. And they're not really, they don't know how to handle it down here. So all my um, all my flights got canceled. And so I'm still here. It's uh, Thursday night. And tomorrow will be Friday. <laughs> and my flight just got pushed again to tomorrow night. So we'll see if I ever make it back to Boston. And if I do make it back to bus, and I'm gonna, I'm currently scheduled to land right in the middle of the same ice storm passing over Boston, so it'll uh, I'll have to drive home from the airport and that. But we do a little bit better of a job on our roads up there. Um, 
you know, running's been hard in this weather. It really has. There's so much crap on the road. So they, I, they must have got an extra budget for salt this year because it's just really deep up where I am. And, you know, I, I want to take the dog with me, but I don't want him to get all that stuff in his feet. So I got to figure out if I can force Ollie Wally, the killer collie, to wear the little booties. I'm pretty sure I'll lose a, I'll lose a hand if I do that, though. So I'm not in a hurry. I've been training away. Uh, I just It's going well enough that I signed up for the Flying Pig in Cincinnati. Yeah, there's like 10 of us. We're all going to stay at Kevin's house. And uh, it should be a good time. You ever seen the movie Animal House? It's kind of like that. flying around, sh Well, what the hell are we supposed to do, you moron? War's over, man. Wormer dropped the big one. What? Over? Did you say over? Nothing is over until we decide it is. Was it over when the Germans bombed Pearl Harbor? Hell no! Germans? Forget it, he's rolling. And it ain't over now. Because when the going gets tough... The tough get going! Who's with me? Let's go! Come on! Just kidding, Kevin. Yeah, I'm going to get an Airbnb downtown. Don't worry about it. Um, but, yeah, I'm going, and Tim's going. Tim Cleary, Abuelo. And uh, Dave Foss, just plain Dave, is coming. Maybe some others. And uh, we'll we'll have some fun. And so if you want to come up and run the pig with us, it'll be, uh, it'll be a hoot. All right? So I hope everybody's doing well and staying warm. Winter's almost over. Hey Kevin and all you extra milers, it's Nate from Harrisburg, Pennsylvania, sharing a race report and training update. This is about a month after the JG 13.1 and I had just such a fabulous time there. But right now you can hear underneath my feet that I live in Pennsylvania and it's January. It is snowy and icy. So I am on just a short walk. And I have a 16 miler tomorrow. And it's going to be a little chilly. My plan is to probably stay pretty close to home come back maybe just depending on how things go might be every hour might be every half hour change clothes and warm up a little bit so we'll see how that goes it will be interesting but that's what we get when we live in Harrisburg in Pennsylvania in the winter Coach Chris, I know you mentioned the resolution to all my training woes is moving to Florida. I do question, JD, why do we live in Pennsylvania? I'm really not sure. So anyway, I have been getting out there making the training happen even in the midst of the ice and the cold. 
let's get back to such a great time hanging out with some of you guys. You know, Caroline and who else? Bob. There's just so many people. I really enjoyed seeing Jeff. I got to meet up with him and Barb to walk to the race. And that was just super cool. So let's back up a little bit. I was crazy and decided that I was going to drive from Pennsylvania to North Carolina to see my mom. And then drive to starting at 2 a.m. to drive to Atlanta for our customized meetup. And then we got to also meet up. Caroline did a extra mile meetup. So thank you for that. Got to hang out with uh, Bob. Both both meetups and meet Becky. Um, just such a great time. I did not perform the way that I knew I could have, but such is life. I think that what happened was I lined up with a two-hour pace group. You guys all know I've been going for that for many years. And what happened was we needed to start out a little faster because of all the hills. And because I am super comfortable with the 90-30, and they were using the two minutes... 30 second run um, I got in my head and I realized remembered that I still had a super long drive that night when it sh- I struggled a little bit I really to be honest I, I gave up on that 2 hour half um I think that I was expecting too much from myself that day, and um, yeah, I think I think that's what happened was that I struggled a little bit, and then I re- remembered that I had a ten-hour drive, or not a ten-hour drive, eight-hour drive, seven-hour drive um, from Atlanta, Georgia to Greenville, North Carolina. And I just, I lost it. I lost my, lost my motivation. And yeah, so anyway, I have recently, I just had a really great, even still, I really enjoyed the race. It was, again, so great to talk to Jeff. I met him uh, actually downstairs at the hotel didn't know that this was going to happen, but saw him at the at his store on Saturday. Talked for a few minutes. He came and saw us at the customized meetup, and then when we met up after or at seven o'clock in the morning to walk over to the race, I was talking to him. And I shared my story about how I got my two two hours and three minute half 
and I was able to finish strong. And I think that's the key part is that when I performed less than alt- ideally in the JG 13.1 is because I went out too fast. Um, well, I didn't go out too fast for what I was supposed to do that day, but I started out with faster than I was ready to do that day due to travel. And and then I didn't have it in me. Oh, another thing, another mistake I made, big mistake, was that I did not study the course. Did not know, really, I just was like, I'm just going to go with the pacers. And that was that. I didn't look at the course. I didn't really see. I knew it was going to be hilly. But, uh, and to be fair, I, I do most of my training on flat. Uh, we do have hills here, but um, I didn't do hill training. And so, anyway, a lot of different factors. And the reality is just life happens, right? So, really the goal is to be out there running, enjoying, um, and doing the best you can. So, really I'm grateful for Customized. I'm going to give a free commercial here for that. That the group there is amazing. Um, They're so awesome. Such an encouragement. Get me out there when I don't want to or don't feel like it. And so if you're lacking your motivation here in winter, um, that is a surefire way to get you back on track. Chris Twiggs is amazing um, as a as a coach, as a human, and the group that we have both Tuesday morning and Tuesday evening are amazing. And so you got to join us. Would love to see you on Zoom and then uh, even better, get to meet you in person at the next race. My next race is the Chambersburg Half, March 19th. It's a Saturday and it is just about an hour from my house. So I will sleep in my bed. I will drive down there, run the race and um, really just be able to give it all I got. I have been doing hill workouts and been also using yak tracks to run in the ice and snow. And I'm really feeling strong here. Just have a couple months before that race. So I hope you guys enjoyed carrying the snow under my feet and hearing my race report and just some ramblings about winter. So I hope you guys enjoy your extra mile and I appreciate each of you and look forward to seeing you guys at another race. Uh, Remember Bird in Hand is coming and I can't wait to meet more of you there uh, in 2022. Have a great day. Nate from Harrisburg, Pennsylvania calling in and I hope you have a great day. Bye-bye. Hello, Kevin and all you extra milers. This is Russ from Southwest Connecticut, and I am thrilled to say that I am back. Wait, you didn't know I was gone. Oh, that's right, because the last submission I made got eaten by the demons of the interwebs, and Kevin got just a bunch of garbly gook that was completely useless. It's a shame, because that was podcast gold. I mean, excellence. 
like the one that would make other podcasters just stop talking. In it, I was talking about how uh, right after my first race of the year, I was doing some cross training and fell off a step, tore my gastrocnemius muscle in my left calf. And I probably mispronounced gastrocnemius there, but so be it. How bad was it? Well, I literally couldn't put any weight on the foot. I was scooching around on my butt to call my orthopedist and get an appointment, which I did within two hours. Good news, didn't require surgery. Uh, Even better news, I was going to heal. And sure enough, when I recorded that last submission, I was out on my first outside walk. Uh, I walked a mile and I was just experiencing joy. The joy of getting back to doing something that I love doing. You know, running, walking, exercising, especially in the outdoors. And so I was just experiencing the moment and I just wanted to share that with everybody. And I hope that everybody gets to take a few moments, maybe a few moments even right now, to just look around and be grateful and thankful that you have what you have and you can do the thing that you're doing right now. Because some days we're just in a place where we can't, so we have to appreciate it when we can. So where am I now? Well, it's mid-February. It's actually Valentine's Day. And I, this weekend, went out for a six-mile run. Uh, I was absolutely thrilled to get, to get this in as well. It's my first you know, longest run outside uh, since the incident. And I am gearing up for uh, a Ragnar later in, in uh, the spring. Uh, but also, I've got half marathons and marathons on my plans for this year. So I'm looking at getting starting back up. My times are terrible, but they were never very good, so I don't really care so much about that. Um, but yeah, I'm glad to be back out on the roads. Hopefully going to have a good, good, solid spring training session. I hope all of you are staying warm, are, are looking forward to the warmth of spring that will come. Uh, I, I promise it will come. Uh, and that you are enjoying everything you're doing. And if you're not really enjoying it, then why are you doing it? So take care, everybody. Be safe. Be alert. Uh, Stay safe out on the roads. And we'll talk to you soon. Russ out. Hey, Extra Milers. This is Trisha from St. Louis calling in with a training and life update, I guess. Um, It is, what day is it? It is February the 3rd and... St. Louis is um, trying to dig out from about eight inches of snow or more here, which is a lot for us. We're nowhere near trying to compete with Boston and the whatever, 25, 26 inches they had. But it's a lot for us. Um, Fortunately, we had a neighbor just come by and plow out our driveway, which was very nice. Um, But in terms of training, I am doing the Fidipides Challenge. Um, It has been really motivating. It's been nice to have kind of a goal and a reason to log some miles. Um, health-wise, I've been feeling, boy, just significantly better. Um, it was interesting. I was look- listening to a submission as I was clearing out my voice memos, and I heard myself from like May of 2021, which is just, I guess, like five months after I'd had my thyroid removed. And wow, I mean, I really could not believe how weak my voice was. So I'm really excited to have my voice pretty much back. It'll get kind of tired sometimes at the end of the day, but it is just significantly stronger. And I just feel very grateful and blessed for for that healing, which I'm going to be honest, took a lot longer than I thought it would. (laughs) They said it took like, or they said it can take like a year to recover from this surgery. And I was just like, 
it won't be me. I'll be better in six months or four or whatever, you know. And Tony just looked at me kind of like, better buckle up for the long haul here. (laughs) So again, I am just very, very grateful for that and just feeling better. Um, My thyroid labs, just on a personal note and health note, I guess, are just really the best that they have been since the surgery, which just makes all the difference in the world. And just in terms of metabolism and sleep and everything and just in feeling good in general. So very, very happy about that as well. But looking forward to completing the Fidipides Challenge. I really don't have any necessarily any goals um, beyond that yet at this point. I, I really don't know about races. Um, they aren't necessarily very high on my list. I'm just kind of enjoying keeping going with my Peloton. Shout out to Roxanne, who influenced me to just purchase a Peloton treadmill. So I'm upgrading my treadmill, which was about 10 years old. And it has actually been, I I was, I'm going to admit it, I was like a very much a Peloton skeptic. And I'm like, this is just a very goofy community. I don't understand all these goofy instructors. And this just seems all a little weird to me. But when I got the bike and I started working out on that some and then alternating that with using the Peloton app on my own treadmill, non-Peloton treadmill, I could not believe how much more motivated I was to get workouts done. So I uh, we are headed to Florida this weekend. We are going to escape this Midwest winter and go to our, um, our beach condo and we're going to work there. And when we come back, I should have the Peloton treadmill delivered within probably like a week or two. So I'm very excited about that. Um, to get that upgrade. But hope you all are doing well. I've loved hearing all the updates. Uh, I am probably woefully behind on an update of my own. So I promised Kevin I would get one into y'all. So hope everybody's doing well and staying warm and safe in the winter, Um, except for you Floridians like Roxanne and Chris Twiggs and and, uh, Dana and Amy who have no need to worry about staying warm. (laughs) So hope you guys are doing well and enjoy that extra mile. Well, hello, Kevin and all you extra milers. This is Just Plain Dave from Southeastern Massachusetts calling in with a training update, life update, a little bit of both. Oh, it is middle of January. Burr, a little chilly right now, out with the brown dog for a morning stroll. Because you know what? It doesn't matter what the weather is. The brown dog gets to go for a walk at least three times a day. Morning, midday, and evening. I uh, can't complain. Fresh air is good. So I have decided to treat myself in calendar year 22 to a coach. I've hired a coach to help me again with my running and be a third party, uh, another an outside perspective to share with me. Uh, because when I had my most successful running year back in 2019, I used a coach using the same guy. His program is called Run Fasta, F-A-S-T-A-H, because he's originally from Boston, currently lives in Arizona. Never met him in person. Happy to chat with him on the phone and online. But I am glad to have someone who isn't me looking at my runs and my uh, performances and saying, hey, maybe you need a rest day or maybe you can build up a little bit and we will kind of uh, see a little bit of improvement. So my thought today is to practice with a purpose. And we go out for a run is to go and do that run for a specific reason. Now, we might be running for life, like our friend Carlos the Jackal out in British Columbia. And in his case, his purpose is to get time on feet, enjoy his outdoors, maybe make a run to the grocery store on his bike or feet, 
And that's fine. But if I'm going to train for a six-hour ultra, which I've scheduled in my calendar in March, I need to do a little more build-up, try to get a little bit stronger, a little bit faster. And it is fun to have someone else say to me, hey, try this workout, try that workout. So I know that Coach Twiggs and the Galloway program often promotes the use of strides. And I have done those too. My coach has given me a bunch of those where it's like uh, 8 by 30 seconds or 10 by 30 seconds. And they're just a great way to work on form and cadence and speed uh, and relatively low impact. But the other two, I'll say speed uh, workouts he's given me, have been uh, five by three minutes. So it's like good 20-minute warm-up, three minutes at 85% effort. Uh, Think of that as kind of your 10K race pace. So warm-up, five reps of three minutes on, three minutes off, three minutes on. Sorry, that was loud. Three minutes on, three minutes off. And... Three minutes is kind of like a long stride. I find that uh, quite, quite doable. I can do four or five or six of those three-minute reps, and I'm not too beat up. But the hard one he gave me just last weekend was four by eight minutes at like 80%. And the main goal was to do these eight-minute reps at a pace that I could do consistently for four of them. And with a four-minute rest in between. So 20-minute warm-up, eight-minute hard, four minutes easy, eight minutes hard, four minutes easy. Oh, my gosh, that was hard. I was working very, very hard. And, uh, you know, my my pace is such that I'm doing faster than an eight-minute mile, so I'm going a little bit more than the mile in that eight-minute rep. And, oh, man, it was also very chilly. And the day I did it had a 20-plus mile-an-hour steady wind. And so when I was not running into the wind, it was okay. But when I had a headwind, it was really hard. But the best day of training I had in the last two weeks was the day I didn't go for a run. I took a day off, went skiing with my daughter, had a glorious day at Mount Wachusett, used all these muscles that I, <laughs> that I hadn't used in two years because we didn't ski last year. And, uh, and it was glorious. And, you know, five hours of outdoor time with my young adult daughter was was a highlight of my winter. So, and it was nice to be able to say to my coach, sorry, skipping the run, here's what I'm gonna do. This is my higher priority. And it will, uh, it is good for my soul and my attitude and my outlook. And I was happy to go skiing. So that is my update from Southeastern Massachusetts. Just Plain Dave is using a coach, trying to get a little bit better and do it in the cold of winter. So. Happy trails, my friends, and enjoy your extra mile. Greetings, Kevin and Fell Extra Mile podcast listeners. Old Jim from South of Council Bluffs checking in. Uh, A rare opportunity to run outside in the wintertime for me. Been holed up on the treadmill for entire month of January I might have had one lucky outdoor run there but uh, this morning it was 28 degrees it's going up to 50 something today and then it's gonna get really cold for the rest of the week maybe some snow so I thought I'd take this opportunity to get outside maybe uh, once at least before 
the next cold spell hits. Uh, I drove by the uh, where I parked to run the hill route on the Wabash Trace yesterday and looked up the hill, and it was just a sheet of ice still. We, we, we had a lot of snow a while back, and uh, but most of it is now gone. But anywhere there's shade, of course, and you're going to have snow and ice ice as a result of the melting and refreezing. So I drove down to the trailhead and ran the first two miles in semi-darkness behind the schools on the bike path. There's enough ambient light from the parking lot lights that uh, that was okay, but then uh, that's a mile out and a mile back, and then I hung a right and went down the road to the bike path that uh, goes around Lake Manawa that I ride my bike on sometimes in the summer, but uh, anyway, so I went out out, uh, four miles there and back, so that made a 10-miler and came in just under just under nine minute mile pace I think it was an 859 pace first uh, five miles were right at nine just you know four or five seconds over nines and then coming back uh, the last five miles at least were all just under nine in the 840s to 850s so not bad for being on the treadmill uh, you know I can run eight and a half minute miles on the treadmill pretty comfortably but you know every year every spring when I come come outside and make that transition to what I call my outside legs there's always about a 30 30 second 20 you know 20 to 30 second difference between inside and outside for me so uh anyway uh again got a chance to run outside January 31st 2020 uh been keeping up with everybody's uh comings and goings uh on the face, uh, Facebook group page there. Uh, listen to uh, Just Playing Dave, who's not just an... He's, he's not just playing Dave, I'll tell you. He, he's got a little bit of a background, and he is a pretty good pretty good runner. He's got some speed when he wants to, wants to show it, I think. But uh, listen to his podcast, and it was very interesting. Uh, <clears throat> I would suggest people go and listen to his last podcast where he talks about practice with a purpose. And that really got my attention for a couple reasons. Uh, Some of you may or may not know. (laughs) After I retired from law enforcement, I uh, uh, ran a waterfowl call company, made duck calls, goose calls, and instructional materials, sold it all over the world, wholesale, retail, internet. But anyway, I digress. But uh, part of our instructional materials, uh, well, all of our instructional materials uh, always coined the phrase in there, to practice with purpose. In other words, there goes a truck bike, going to make a little noise. I'm walking back to the, to the trailhead. I finished up my run, so walking back here. But... Uh, you know, we always use the term practice with purpose when we were teaching people how to operate a waterfall call. And uh, what we were talking about was, you know, when just you just don't pick your call up and blow it because if, if, if all it took was to pick your call up and to blow it, everybody would be good. And everybody's not good. 99% of the waterfallers can't blow a call to save their lives. Uh, so we use that term practice with a purpose. And uh, 
you know, many years ago on this podcast, I used the term uh, uh, run with specificity. And Kevin kind of made fun of it. He had a little tongue in cheek. He goes, what the hell kind of a word is specificity? Thank you very much. Ladies and gentlemen, brethren, cisterns, I think since time unmemorial, for some reason, masculine men who are virile and astute and isometric tend to desecrate against feminine ladies who are voluptuous and soft and have uh, pecuniary traits. Why they do this, I don't know. But this is the truth. This has always been, not just hence today, but even back into the future. It's always been like that. Since ancient times, men have, the husbands especially, push their wives into the subjunctive and give them retard instead of raising them to the pinnacle where they're supposed to go. And what, what I was saying was, uh, you know, every time you go out and run, you go out and run with a specific purpose in mind. You just don't go out and run for the heck of it. Now, that can be a specific purpose at times. If you want to have an easy run, then you go out and you specifically run an easy run. If you... Uh, want to run intervals you go out and you run intervals if you want to try to achieve a certain time you go out and try to achieve that certain time uh so in other words every run has a specific purpose and that dovetailed right in to with uh what just plain dave was saying when he was talking about practice with a purpose in other words be specific in your in your running uh when you go out to do runs so that's a whole lot of pal- palavering about nothing, but it might be of interest to a few people. So practice with purpose. Practice the rule of specificity. When you go out and run, go out to try to accomplish something. Be it a soft, easy run. Be it a hard, tough run. Uh, use that. Uh, use that specificity. I digress. I always do. So, I guess that's about it. Uh, I don't know when the next edition will come out, but I'll get this in. I think I already sent one in. It was kind of a year-end uh, in-review type of a of a submission, so this, I guess, will be the second one. So, hope everybody's doing well. Kind of uh, rooting for your Cincinnati Bengals in the Super Bowl, Kevin. Uh, got some uh, Got some Nebraska connections there in that your coach Zach Taylor was a very good quarterback for Nebraska at one time and also uh, Burroughs your quarterback his father played for Nebraska and uh, we sure wish we could have got him to come here and he wanted to come here but the interest wasn't there on our end which duh that wasn't very smart was it okay thanks Kevin for all you do Everybody take care. Oh, I know one more thing. On the Facebook group page, uh, somebody, and I can't remember now, uh, might be, I don't know, I don't want to say because I'd probably be 100% wrong. Somebody wrote in about their, they got a new Garmin 2-something watch, and they were inquiring about, you know, putting data fields on your watch. And uh, I steered her to uh, Garmin Connect IQ, uh, where you can actually plug your watch in and download onto your watch any of a thousand apps uh, from a watch, just a watch face, all the way down to data fields for running, biking, swimming, 
any there's so many there's thousands of them on there and that's a hell of a resource you go in there find the one you want and the one you find may not be the one you end up with but uh you know the easy part is 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 picking it downloading it and installing it and then the hard part is wading through all the uh options to try to get the data fields in the right spot and i found it's easiest to do that uh on your computer plug your watch in go to that uh, Garmin Connect or I think it's Garmin Express might be Garmin Connect but uh, there you can uh, actually assign a certain data field to a certain spot on the watch face if that makes sense so that's another little thing okay that's it way too long Kevin again thanks for all you do everybody take care train smart train safe getting through this damn winter Talk to you all later. Jim from South Council Bus. I'm out of here. Bye. And now... Hey, Rocky, watch me pull a rabbit out of my hat. Again? Nothing up my sleeve. Bristol! <laughs> Wrong hat. I take a seven and a half. Now here's something we hope you'll really like. Hey, Kevin and all you extra milers. This is JD, and I have a race announcement. So if you were listening to Kevin and his Jeff Galloway Extra Mile podcast that just came out, uh, Kevin and Coach Chris were talking about a race that at least 40 of you seemed to really like an awful lot last year, and that was the Bird in Hand Half Marathon Weekend. For those of you not familiar, the Bird in Hand Half Marathon Weekend always happens the Saturday after Labor Day. So this year, um, the half marathon is going to be on September the 10th. Now, on the Friday, there's also a 5K. For those of you who don't feel up to doing a half marathon, there is a 5K available. There is a uh, 5K and half marathon challenge uh, that goes out. So you do both. Uh, But... I already know there are some lovables who are going to be brand new this year, who weren't able to make it last year, but who are definitely going to come this year. So there'll be some new people. And as far as I know, I don't know of anybody out of the 40 or so people we got to show up who has said they're absolutely not going to be able to make it again this year. So, folks, again, 40 is another uh possibility for extra milers showing up in uh, bird in hand pennsylvania and 50 at this point is not impossible so what does that mean for you well that means if you haven't had a chance to go and sign up sign up is available now it is not going to be cheaper if you wait longer into the year it's only going to get more expensive and this race does actually get on the pricey side for a half marathon, I guess, if you wait a long time, um, you can be looking at 100 bucks for this race. So you definitely want to go ahead and uh, put your money down early and save yourself some extra cash because you'll want to spend that in our area because there's a lot to do and see here. More on that later. The other thing you're going to want to do, and the folks who came out last year will definitely be able to uh, – speak to this, is if you already know you're coming, now is the time to go ahead and reserve your hotel room. 
There's lots of hotel rooms in the greater Lancaster area. But if you want a hotel room that's going to be really close to the start finish of the race, now is the time to start booking those. Because again, it's the weekend after Labor Day. As the folks who came last year know, it's a really nice time of year around here as far as the weather goes. So it's very, very touristy. So there'll be lots of other folks who will have nothing to do with the race who will also be booking those rooms. So you want to get your reservation in for those rooms as soon as possible. We'll have more conversation about this as we get closer and closer, but I am absolutely looking forward to all of you folks who were here last year returning, and hopefully all of you can. And I'm definitely looking forward to some of the new names that I've already heard are, uh, you know, kind of put their money where their mouth is and, you know, pay their registration fee, and they are coming for this year. So I'll let Kevin make the announcements when and if he wishes to do that. But once again, why miss it? It's going to be a fantastic weekend. Hope to see you there. That's my announcement. And be sure, of course, to enjoy your extra mile. episode 204 of the extra mile podcast good stuff huh if we all had not just happened to live through it i think you could have listened to this episode and thought nothing of a pandemic don't you agree i think that's pretty good proof that things are getting back to normal so i said this at the beginning but Trisha was a good sales pitch for the Fidipides Challenge. Have you joined yet? It is lots of fun. There's even some trash talking back and forth on our Facebook page. That's that's kind of a lot of fun as well. It sounds like a small extra mile podcast meetup is going to happen here in my hometown of Cincinnati, Ohio for the Flying Pig Marathon on May the 1st in just a few short months and let me know if you are either in town already or planning to be in town to run any of those events it's it really is a good race it's well organized the volunteers are amazing the the course is really really laid out well there's uh, what I would consider one killer hill but uh, it's not gonna it's not gonna really kill you it's just kind of a pain to get through Lastly, I have one personal goal for this year, and that is to convince you to join us for two official meetups of the Extra Mile podcast this year. The first, as you heard from JD, is the Bird in Hand. Now, there's a 5K and a half marathon, and that's the weekend of September the 9th through the 11th. The race itself is actually on Saturday morning, the 10th. 
I should say the half is the the 5k I'm assuming is is on that Friday evening that's the way it was last year I'm sure it'll be the same way this year and then of course there will be the Jeff Galloway 13.1 race weekend that date is yet to be determined but it's always somewhere around the second weekend in December so hopefully he'll come out with some more details before too long about that so just a heads up for the rest of this year I will be walking a very fine line between begging and bugging so get ready for it I may even call some of you out individually these will be two very special get-togethers I promise that you will not want to miss lots more on both of those to come so that's all I got thanks a lot for all the submissions and the inspiration in this episode thanks for the download in the last I don't know hour and a half of your lives really appreciate that thanks for any five-star ratings you can give us wherever you download your podcast that helps get the word out as always thanks again to our friends at squish bands and there'll be a lot more chatter about squish bands and and some free giveaways as spring gets closer as well so i'm almost home from my coffee walk and i made it all the way without my coffee freezing solid so it's a good morning Y'all take care. We will chat again very soon. And enjoy your extra mile. Thanks for joining us on the Extra Mile Podcast. Please visit our website at www.theextramilepodcast.com to see the show notes for this episode of the podcast. You can email us with your feedback about the show at theextramilepodcast at gmail.com. And if you'd like to send us your audio comments to let us know how your training is going, then please send an audio file to theextramilepodcast at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. Thanks very much for downloading the show, and we look forward to joining you again soon on the next edition of the Extra Mile Podcast. Podcast.